Welcome to Y-Pods, an original podcast of YWC of India, one of the oldest and largest women's organization in India. Hello to all our listeners. Welcome to another episode of Y-Pods. We have with us uh, Pooja Mandal from YWCA National Office and me, your host, Michelle Mull from National Office. Let's have a discussion about Women Reservation Bill and what do we understand from it in the 21st century, 2021. Hi, Pooja. How are you? Hi, Michelle. Uh, thank you for having me on your podcast today. Um, yes, today we are going to discuss about the Women's Reservation Bill. And um, so we are going to look at the 25 years of the struggle and the journey and reflect on it and uh, see what our role as youth of today is and how are we supposed to contribute to this legacy and to this large movement that has uh like made it its personal uh, agenda to make an equal world for us and a better world for us. So that is going to be our discussion for today. Thank you, Pooja, for that brief about the Women's Reservation Bill. Uh, though I have a question about why is it necessary to have this bill in our country? We already have so many blankets of reservation uh, set for us. Why is this one necessary? Uh, uh, that's a very good question and I feel like it's a very important question to be addressed. Uh, but uh, I would like to actually give a little bit of uh, statistics before I go into the why. Because I feel that the statistics that I'm going to produce here today is going to help me in answering your question and giving a strong argument as well. So is that okay? Of course, of course. Uh, okay, so um, so giving a brief, we have to see that the debate of Women's Reservation Bill was first introduced in uh, September 12th, 1996. So the introduction was of a constitutional amendment bill that sought that there should be reservation of one third seats of our of in our parliament for women in the Lok Sabha and which is the lower house of the parliament and state legislative in, uh, assemblies. And it uh, uh, also talked about rotational uh, seating or rotational seats that would be uh, given in under this uh, reservation bill. So, um, this was the introduction of the bill. The bill was again reintroduced in the parliament in 1998 and then 1999 and then 2008. Um, then uh, in 2010, uh, it went as far as getting passed in the in Rajya Sabha. But still, again, in Lok Sabha, because of the lack of consensus amongst parliamentarians, the bill was again scrapped. And um, less than the government kept changing and uh, the bill uh, went into the, the pipeline or what do you call into the bunch of the files that you keep aside and you forget to look at it. So that has been the response of our government or, or our governments that have come in the last 25 years. So um, 
these this is the uh, very basic um uh, facts or statistics that i could give as of now um uh, so let's now talk about why why are we um, asking for the women's reservation bill so if you look at the women's representation in electoral or in uh, um <clears throat> in uh, global politics or in in our country's politics so the global average comes up to 28 sorry 25.8% of women women's representation in uh, political spaces or or legislatures or any electoral boards uh, whereas when we come back to our own country's uh, data it is it stands at 14.4% as of 2019 elections that was 2 years ago so um and india records the highest number of women's representation uh, in uh, in 2019 which was 78 um representatives out of 543 but i would say what is sad is that we began in um with 25 representation uh, representatives which made up to 4.42% of the total um, uh, uh, representation uh, received and in the last 70 years we have been only uh, gathered 10% more reservation uh, sorry um, representation in the parliament and this is uh, without any kind of reservations being uh, being planted or um, uh, like any kind of support uh, this is like the normal channel so it should come as a sad fact that in the seven in the last 75 years we couldn't uh, bring up it uh, bring up the uh, percentage to even 20% uh, uh, for a population that is 48.5% representation of women are uh, are represented in the parliament through a 14.4% of representatives thank you so much pooja uh, those statistics were interesting and alarming that even after 70 plus years of independence we still are not getting even 20% of representation for the past so many years uh, although we should ask for uh, 50% of the reservation uh, i feel 33% will still help us to come at par with what we are actually standing for what we want to represent and uh, we have to talk about how um there is a lack in the justice system that fails to address these um incidents or these accidents and how uh, minority communities and dalit communities and other uh, adivasi communities and other marginalized communities are uh, facing a, a a level of discrimination that sometimes i feel was was is all ex- extremely new and uh, there is so much intolerance about each other's um uh, behaviors and each other's lives and what religion we follow and what political ideology we have and i feel that um it has made me uh, very sad uh, that, like to look at this situation so um 
I feel what the right way here to go is to bring change in our policies and change in our uh, our bills and acts in the parliament. And as being part of a women's rights organization that has championed uh, women's movements and um, and equal representation of women, uh, I feel that us championing women's reservation bill is going to bring a generational change and intergenerational change because we are not looking uh, to bring in the reservation for a like say um, for the, for us or like for uh, um, people who come two three years. Uh, uh, later than us it is going to be a change that is going to help bring uh, inclusion and representation from different caste backgrounds different class backgrounds um, uh, different uh, different uh, communities that are under uh, represented in the in our parliament and um, with that kind of representation there will be inclusivity in the bills that are formed and in the decisions that are made for the country because there will be a voice like for example um, if a Dalit representative is sitting in the parliament and they have a strong say they are going to look out for a community their community which has been um, struggling and which has faced oppression since like years and years like thousands of years that our caste system has uh, like stayed and deep rooted in our patriarchal society very interesting puja um thank you so much for making us understand how it is necessary not only to have vertical but horizontal uh, reservations as well and how representation is not a very simple uh, concept it it not only uh, defines a certain group or a category but it is also um, representing um, specifications within a group itself so uh, puja now now that we are talking about uh, representation and reservation uh, what do you think are the varied arguments related uh, and faced during the movement uh, of this women's reservation bill um, yes michelle i think that is a very important question we need to address because it does come to one's mind that um, that the movement has been going on for 25 years and uh, currently both the governments that are sitting in our parliament the the uh, government that is in power and the government that is in opposition has both on record in public have said that they have supported the women's reservation bill and they have um, uh, they have pa- like they want to pass the women's reservation bill so the question again comes that as to why why are we not able to uh, uh, pass this movement so i'm going to point out a few uh, arguments that have been uh, like faced by the movement so it does not come as a surprise that we live in a world that restricts women from achieving equal representation in like every arena in every field and this has happened through suppression of women's rights and uh, through uh, creating these extreme extremely difficult social barriers for women um and so we see that there is so like there's this lack of representation and the major backlash that the bill has faced is that that they um the parties that rejected the bill said that it was a blanket reservation and this would bring in only a specified class and caste representation of women through the bill 
still uh, when it was reworked it talked about bringing in horizontal perspective but we have to take into account that the reworked bill was rejected again in the parliament in 2008 so how how does that happen so here we have to understand that women face the challenging of uh, challenges of breaking the strong set patriarchal values and structures that are there and there is this inherent fear of the dominant gender to share the power and the space that remains our biggest challenge that is being faced by the movement that there are there is the dominant gender the, that that is fearful of more women into a space where they'll have to share their space and there will be more arguments against um anything any uh, uh, any kind of uh, proposal that they bring on the table and like on the other hand we keep um, uh, encouraging women to consider uh, um, uh, career opportunities or job opportunities that are like more feminine or more um, uh, ideal for a women or uh, ideal for a good woman and the, the whole perspective of a good woman into politics is not like something that can be digested by our indian society so this further establishes the regressive structure and the construct of femininity and um, the role of a good woman and i feel that it stays as one of the major challenges that we face today the that the movement faces today interesting pooja uh, thank you for mentioning how it is also important for women to be representatives in a political structure and um, how being part of politics is it's not only a dirty game it's also in sort sort of bringing revolution based on policies bringing uh, revolutions based on uh, different uh, schemes we have and having a women's perspective to our sarkar to our government in our government will bring a very wide range of change Uh, in our schemes in our policies in our different provisions that we provide as a country to our citizens and um, not only that i feel a reservation horizontally and vertically for women is very necessary because uh, women's perspective i believe has always uh, shine is or has always been shining bright and it has always brought in new perspectives new ideas maybe because they try to break out from the regressive structures that they are stuck in so now as we are concluding our session for today i request all our listeners to catch us on instagram and facebook and let us know what do you think about women's reservation bill you can find us at ywca india thank you for listening to ypods stay tuned for more